Learn how to build your faith on God's Word and live a life of 100% victory 100% of the time. As you listen to the senior pastor, Davis Christian Center, Pastor Kingsley Okunkwo, and expect God's Word to work for you. Okay. Uh, today's our Thanksgiving service, but hallelujah. Hope I'm ready to give thanks today and give praise. Awesome. But before uh, all that, let's quickly start the series. We're starting a new series today. It's titled, Help, I'm a Hypocrite. Amen. Um, this is the month of Easter. This is the month where we have Easter. So um, this series is going to run up to... Um, all through this month on uh, um, towards Easter. Um, it's supposed to be like an outreach month for us. So this is a month to invite people to church. Um, we're going to be explaining um, what salvation is about. Uh, please don't forget we have dress code for the remaining Sundays, okay? So just in case. Um, next Sunday is what? Next Sunday we're wearing jeans. So if you don't have jeans, wear your native or your suit. But I'm just saying it's an outreach thing. So Invite your friends. We're all going to be looking jeansy <laughs> next Sunday. Praise God. Demolize the jeans. Okay. Yeah. Then the Sunday after that, what are we doing? Wearing jerseys next the Sunday after that or any sports wear or any kind of sports thing. If you don't have to, just wear what you have. But it's just an outreach thing, okay? This whole month is based where we're doing a salvation drive, okay? Well, teaching our salvation and also expecting people to give their lives to Christ and understand. And for believers to even understand what it means to be saved. One of the worst things that I've noticed is that there are people that are actually supposed to be Christians or supposed to be saved and don't really understand what salvation is or what Christianity is. I'm telling you, it's, it's, it's horrible. It's horrible. As in, a lot of people are Christians and they cannot, they cannot in clear terms say why this is too... You know, they, 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 they can't, in clear terms, say why or how they are saved. They can't tell. I'm telling you. And you see, when you're like that, it means you can be blown away with any wind of doctrine. Ah, somebody put a post some days ago on, on Instagram and it was saying, oh, um, you, know, um, you know, which religion is the right religion? If you are born Muslim, it means, I mean, if they say Muslims are the ones going to heaven, it means that the, the whole thing has been rigged. That uh, heaven has been rigged. That means the people that are born like that are already at more advantage than the people born as something else. And if Christians are the ones that are going to go to heaven, it means that has been rigged in the favor of Christians too. It means you that are born a Christian, you are more likely to go. Then you, you are not born a Christian, you know, you know. And and yeah, it, it, the the post. Nothing is wrong with the post. It's just that you some people don't even have clarity of what this whole business is about. So I saw some of Christian writings through. We are all one. Our central message is love. What are you talking? You don't, so you don't even know what salvation is? You don't know what it means to be saved? Wow. So we're going to attempt to do that all through this month. And I hope somebody will get some more clarity. Praise God. Okay. When God created this world, so let's start from the beginning. Um, I'm, not, I'm, I'm not going to be able to debate um, the issue of uh, people that don't believe God created the world or not. I'll just start from people that already believe God created the world. So I'll start from there. No, I can't go back to start arguing with somebody that thinks he's a monkey by himself. I can't argue with you. <laughs> now you know yourself, pastors, as I know you. If you think you're a monkey, who am I to dispute? What do you think you are? <laughs> uh, so I'll start from 
basic um, knowledge that at least every child of God already has, that God created the world. And as simple, it's a big argument, just, just I can't go into it to distract the whole day. It's a big argument because the moment somebody agrees God created the world, it means he has to agree to submit to that creator. So that's why some people don't want to agree. So if they can dispute that God created the world, it means that we are not under anybody's authority. I don't know if you're getting what I'm saying. So you see, you must always test the spirit. There's always a spirit behind any argument. Oh. Sometimes it's never what you think the person is arguing that they're arguing. If you're ignorant, ah, she be doing an election with so many people fighting against government. Once some settlement happened, some fight stop. So you thought they were fighting with you and fighting for you. Some people are just fighting for their stomach. Once they settle them, they say, okay, let's relax, let's relax. Next year, next time. So you must always know this, there's a spirit behind every argument. Don't fall for, don't think people are just arguing on a neutral basis. No, there's a spirit behind it. Praise God. If they can dispute that God created the heavens and the earth, then that means I have, I have no reason to, 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 to please God because he's not, he's not the master of the universe anymore. If, if, if nobody made me, it means I'm in charge of my life. If I'm in charge of my life, it means I can live anyhow I want to live. That's where they are going. Because being under somebody means you don't have to live under the dictates of that person. I don't know if you get what I'm saying. Also proving that nobody made you, it also means you are going nowhere. So you can live anyhow. This is all we have. Life is just here. So let's groove. It doesn't matter how you live. So let's move on though. I don't want to waste time on that argument. Okay, so God created the heavens and the earth. Now, you must please understand, because there are people that actually, I, don't, I still like how I'm sounding. There are people that actually debate how good God is oh. And there are many Christians like this that when they pray, from their prayer, you can see that they actually think this thing is too sharp. I'm going to drop this mic and use my voice. So there are people that actually think that, you can hear it from some Christians' prayer, that they think that God is the one doing them harm or God is somehow involved in what they are going through. Have you heard people praying like that? Say, God, where are you? God, why? Why did you allow this to happen to me? So you can tell from their words, from their feelings, that somehow in their mind, they feel that God has something to do with the bad thing or evil that is happening to them. They feel so. Please, can I just help you this morning once and for all, and I pray you will understand it. God is a good God. Please, let's settle it. Because all through this month, these are the themes I'll be trying to address. You need to understand who you are dealing with. I've never prayed in a mode or a tone that suggests that God is the one causing my problem. Anytime I pray, I know I'm, I'm, it's usually I that have to adjust, or sometimes the devil has to get out of the situation, but it's never God. You don't understand how good God is. God is so good, eh? The word good came out of the word God. They carved that word out of God. That's why they look alike. Somebody get what I'm saying? God is so good. He's so perfect. There is no evil in him. There is no, nothing is bad about him. Oh, I don't know. If you can understand what I'm saying. 
If you understand how good God is, you will never accuse him. You will never go to him like he's the cause of your problem or he allowed your, your problem. He, he, he can't. It's never about him. Every time something is not working in my life, I'm always asking God, Lord, what do I need to adjust? I'm, I must be missing something somewhere. It can never be from his own end. He is too good. You don't know how good this God is. I will give you some of the gist today. You don't know how good this God is. The Bible said, you know, every good and perfect thing comes from God. DJ, bring it up. Thank you. He said, every good and perfect gift comes from above and cometh down from the Father of lights. See what they said. In, with whom there is what? So, they are saying he cannot not be good. There is no variableness. Most human beings that you know have some good side and some bad side. Mm-mm. They say with him, there is no variableness. He can be good sometimes and bad sometimes. Oh, I don't know if somebody gets what I'm saying. God is all good. All. All good. I will give you the gist. Listen. So, God existed, of course, before time came into being. He has always been. And um, he had robots. He always had robots. Um, you can call them angels. People that always do what he wants. They worship him. They will run around. He has probably trillions of them. I don't know how many. There are so many. Uncountable. Numerable company. So, but he said, hey, man, I want to have people I can have a relationship with. I want to create people so that I can have a relationship with them. Now, see this God, though. See this God. He wanted people. Did he start by making people? Did he start by making people? So if you don't know whether to answer or not, good, I will answer for you, don't worry. God wanted people, but God being so good, he didn't bring people and now say, say, hey, what would this man need? Oh, this man going to need accommodation. This man needs to be drinking water. Do you like horses? Should we make horses? No. God sat down, started making things, made a garden, made horses. God doesn't need horses. God doesn't need lions. God doesn't need beach. God doesn't need lakes. God doesn't need uh, sun. God doesn't need moon. He sat down. See, this guy might need light through sun up there. What of in the night? He doesn't need this kind of hot light in the night through the moon. He said, you, moon, you don't have the own light. You just reflect this light in the, in the night so that the guy will cool down. He said, um, 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 what, what will he be looking at when he looks up? Nothing. Ah, let's put stars. Just for looking. <laughs> Scattered it there. You know they have it in Rolls Royce now. The great night, uh, God has already done that. <laughs> Just for scenery. Say he will need beach. Psh. He will need lakes. Psh. Palm tree. Psh. Coconut tree. Psh. Mango. Psh. Orange. Psh. God doesn't need orange. Doesn't need mangoes. He doesn't need plantain. Dodo. I don't know how any human being doesn't like dodo. I don't know what you're doing. But I forgive you. So, <laughs> God doesn't eat plantain. Psh. Tree there. God made all these things for Adam. All. Now, it doesn't stop there. After he made all these things, those of you, some of you are um, into real estate or lawyers. After he did all these things, made them beautiful, perfect, he brought it to Adam and signed off. If he just told Adam, be enjoying, you won't know the owner. Mm -mm. God came and said, um, after he made man, he said, he put man there and he blessed man. Did you bring that scripture? He said, he blessed man and said, be fruitful. Look at this. And God blessed them and said unto them, 
be fruitful and multiply. And what? Replenish the earth. And what? Subdue it. And what? Have dominion over everything. Basically, God is saying, you are in charge. It's all yours. This sea of O. God signed off sea of O and said, today, this whole earth, this whole beauty, the lakes, the beach, everything, they are all yours. It doesn't stop there. After God made this thing. See, we were never supposed to go to heaven. Many people do not know this. We were never meant to go to heaven. Which heaven are you going to? You didn't need to go to heaven. Man was already living in heaven. Eden was perfect. Eden, I mean, the grass was beautiful. The lions were not eating people. Lion was like puppy. Leo, Leo, sit down. Sit, sit. Crocodiles were there, all for beauty. God created all these things for Adam's enjoyment. None of them were attacking Adam. Leopard, tiger, hyena, snake, all of them were just obeying orders, walking in love. And the Bible said, whatever Adam called the names thereof. Because he was in charge. God had dashed him, said, look, name it anything you want. Hey, you don't understand. This God is a good God. He didn't have to. Adam didn't do anything for him. You See, when you go to Genesis 1-1, you will understand the spirit and the mind of God. That's how you must interpret everything you do with him. He, Adam didn't ask for anything. Adam didn't even ask for himself. God fabricated the whole idea from scratch. That's why they call him the author and the finisher. You understand? Those of you in movies, the script writer is the author. He wrote the actor into existence. Oh, I don't know if you're saying. In my idea now, it, it, they, you, without that, that author, you, you were not there when the author was, were you there when the author was writing his story? You don't even exist. Now he writes, say, the guy go tall. <laughs> now he writes, say, he go black. And handsome. No, you, you, you're not handsome. <laughs> okay, you're handsome small. He created the person. And now put you there. Not, you were not there. You were not there at all. Adam didn't contribute. It was God that fabricated the whole thing. Say, hey, man, this guy, we need bitch. We need, let's make this guy and put him here. And he told the guy, look, it's now yours. Eh? Anything you want to name the animals or any other thing here, name it. And the Bible said, whatever Adam called them, God didn't cancel him and say, mm, no, call this one lion. Call him uh, Leon. No. God said, whatever the name was it. Say, Enjoy. Enjoy. When people don't understand that, they think God is a God that is a sadist. They think God is a God that doesn't You don't understand. God knows enjoyment more than you. Some people say, I want to go to the beach. Who made the beach? You, you know it's in beach before them you come? Permit me for seeking pigeon. Those of you that don't like pigeon, but we are pigeon people here. So, 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 God, God, God made all these things, put Adam there, and now, listen, you know, Adam was meant to live forever. Do you understand? Hey, that's why he didn't need to go to heaven. He was supposed to live here forever because here was supposed to be like heaven. The heaven we are going is just going to be like Eden because we'll see lions and things there and they will not kill us. We'll eat and eat and eat and not add weight. I like that one. That's what I mean. I like I look forward to Because that's one of the problems with this life now. Now you can't even eat anything that you like. I see some people, them rookie and Negbemi and Co. They put food on their... This. I say, if somebody eat this thing now, you will see Belego to come out. So just you can just eat and eat, but, but but that's how heaven is. That's how heaven is. So 
God, God never intended we would go to heaven. He had already brought heaven here. And he was coming to meet Adam. If you read the story, he was coming to talk to Adam there. There was no need for which heaven did they go? Adam was already in heaven. Everything smooth. No sickness. There was no sickness, no pain, no disease, and no death. Now, please, you must realize. Let me even explain this. Sickness, disease, pain, death, all those things, physical death, all those things are children of spiritual death. Let me I have to explain. Debola, come. Um, Agbola, come. Energy, come. So that somebody will get it. I don't know that way you go. Come. You come. I need you guys to catch this so that as we, because if, if you don't understand this part, you mind me. So that's what I'm saying as we go on. Okay, quickly now. Now, I'm going to bounce. I'm the author. I know I exist. I'm here calling. I'm not being. Just you guys wearing black still like this. Um, I don't want you come this way. Okay, this is spiritual death. I'll explain that as we go on. <laughs> no mind say wear black, not death. Spiritual death. This one, this is poverty. Lack. Of course, you're not lacking in Jesus' name. This lack, this um, disease, sickness. This <laughs> now bad thing you be. Who can tell me what this guy can be? Anything? Give me any bad thing we don't like. Okay, let's even say physical death. This physical death, as in um, pie. What we call pie. This physical death. All these ones, eh? They are not our real problem. They are all children of this one. This one is spiritual death. Spiritual death means simply means separation from God. That's this guy. If, if this one doesn't exist, eh? we, these ones are not in the picture. They were not there in, Gen- in Eden. These ones only came into being after they born this one. Do you understand? So God never had issues with these guys. Earth, the earth, there was no pain. Adam was going to live forever. Physical death. Adam was totally healed. There was, did you see, ever see Adam take care say he was having a headache? Never. He was 100% healed. He, he, he was well provided for. There, my, Adam was not working to survive. He had provision. He was working to contribute and to use his own gift. He was working for fulfillment, not for food. There was already provision. So these three people go. They all existed because of this guy. So see what happened. Adam was meant to live forever. Like I told you, physical death. When we're not supposed to die. How many of you know how many years Adam lived on the earth? Most people don't know. Most people don't know. Adam lived 930 years. 930 years. You know why he lived that long? Because he wasn't supposed to die in the first place. He was supposed to be in Eden forever. So see what happened. See what happened. God made him. God made him perfect. Made the garden perfect. That's what I'm saying. God doesn't do anything that is not perfect. From God's end, everything he's doing and everything is, is, is coming from him is good and perfect. See, we read that today. Every word, good and perfect gift. So, those are the two things that come from God. If it's coming from God, it is good. Number two, it is what? Perfect. If the thing you are receiving is not good and it's not perfect, it wasn't God. It's not, when it's coming from his own, it's always good and perfect. So, Adam was meant to live forever. 930 years. But what happened was this. God told him, look, I don't want on that robot. So he gave Adam free will. Adam was so pure and perfect. Can you imagine? Adam was so pure and perfect that they were naked and they didn't know. In fact, the Bible said they were both naked and not ashamed. Can you imagine? He was, that's how pure his mind was. He didn't see nakedness as nakedness. Nothing. That, see, that's how God created man. That's how perfect man's mind was when, when God was still the one that made it. Can you imagine today now that people are naked? Nobody will do any work. Traffic, there will be traffic. 
accidents, and even the office, nobody can do any work. When your mother enters, say, sorry, ma. <laughs> You'll be sweating sweat that they didn't give you. Say, look up, say no, sir. But Adam's mind was so pure. Was so pure. He, he people were naked, it didn't mean anything. It didn't mean anything. They, 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 I mean, no evil thoughts did not exist. Oh man. But God didn't want robots. He already had angels. He wanted a relationship. So he said, look, I'm going to give you free will. Because you can't really enjoy these things if you can't choose. Your eyes, you'll be a robot. So, and that's not what I want. He said, I'm going to give you free will. But however, look, don't touch this fruit though. Because when you touch this fruit, <laughs> you, become, you have knowledge of good and evil. You, it will be a problem to you. It will be a burden to you. <laughs> it's the same way they tell people that are virgins, don't fornicate. They're saying, I'm missing a lot. Mm-mm. Stay. Because once you start... You are going to be exposed to a new, a whole new level of challenges that didn't exist before. That's on that story. So, he said, don't touch this fruit. However, Adam thought, God told him that day he touches fruit, you will surely what? Die. God didn't mean he would die physically. God meant the day you touch it, you will be separated from me. Spiritual death means separation from God. In fact, the definition of death biblically means the absence of life or the absence of the source of life. What's the, what's the definition of darkness? Absence of light. That's what it was. So what God was telling Adam that if you eat this fruit, you'll be cut off from me. You'll be separated from me. This means that death would have entered the system. By death, you see, God is an eternal being. So when God says you are dead, eh, you might be running, running around, but you are dead. He has to make, it's an eternity. His statement must be true no matter when you meet the statement. So, if God sees a woman that is pregnant or that is not even pregnant yet, God will say this woman has a child. If God says this woman is pregnant, for nine months, that statement will be true. But after nine months, that statement will, will have to come out because that woman is no more pregnant. She now has a physical. So, God will just go to the end in a way that is always true. There are people that are pregnant, they are already shopping for their kids, Abby. So, they, they, see, so they, they are already in that place, the future. But God is already at the end where the child has even grown. So he will be talking like that. So God told Adam, if you eat this fruit, you will surely die. At, the, at that second, to a natural man, it was not true. Adam didn't die. But today now, when we are meeting the statement, it's true. So God told Adam that if you eat this fruit, you'll be cut off from the source of life, which means you are a dead being. Adam didn't physically drop dead. He was still roaming around, but life had stopped. The source of life had stopped. What that means is that death was now the one flowing. It's like when you switch off a fan, it will still be what? Rolling. Me and you that switch it off, we can categorically say this fan is off. The person passing by will say, "Uh uh-uh, the fan is rolling. But we know that we don't off fan. Is dead. This whole earth eh, is just a rolling fan. It's dead. And guess what? The rolling is getting slower by the day. The person that comes immediately will switch it off will not even believe it's off. The person that comes some some minutes after will switch it off can suspect it's off. The person that comes towards the last minute will literally see that this fan is rolling too slow. To be on. Abi? That's how the earth is. It's to get to a stage where everybody will know. We're already in the last days. But some people don't know. But to get to the stage where everybody will know for certain. 
that these are the last days. So, that's this guy. Nearly life was cut off, spiritual death started. So, he gave back to the other thing. Now, you can go back to the other one. So, Adam had cut off from life. He was still physically alive, but spiritually he had been cut off. So, death entered. That's where sickness was born from. God is never the one causing sickness. Can never cause sickness. What causes sickness is because this earth is on a death cycle now. In fact, Satan, after Adam sinned, Satan even hijacked authority of this earth. Because Adam lost his authority. Adam lost his place. Are you here, somebody? It's like those countries, those countries where there's a problem with their leadership and militants take over. That's what happened. Adam lost his authority. He was king, but he lost his place because he walked in disobedience. Militants, which are Satan, took over. So I actually now on the earth, the person that has authority in court is the devil. He doesn't have authority over you as a believer because you belong to the kingdom of God. But for the other people that are not in the kingdom, he has authority over them. He can use them. They don't even know he's using them. So death has entered. But Adam didn't die immediately. That's why Adam lived still 930 years. Can you imagine how long that is? Is anybody here that is 90 years old? Can I see your hand? You are 90 years old. Anybody? Anybody? 90? 80? Is there somebody that's 80? Okay. Okay, but let's stay with 90. Okay, let's say there's nobody that is 90 years old here. Please, picture times 10. 900 years. Ha! If, if you, if they ask you to live 900 years now, you, you go tired. You, you go say, my brother, wait till. 900 asna coming forth. <laughs> KP. <laughs> KP, no, here, that's why I talk now. That's why he, yeah. <laughs> 900, um, what, Man City winning. 900 Barcelona winning. 900 Lola Messi and Ronaldo dragging World Football of the Year. 900. Do you know what 900 is? Before you even count 100 or 900, even in this service, you go tired to count them. 900 and 30. And it was a sad event that he died. He wasn't supposed to die. Adam was supposed to, you were supposed to be healthy. And the next Adam was, was walking like this. Oh. No, he was healthy. But death has entered. And he died. Then the next thing that happened, a few years after, people started dying at 700. Hey, they say people don't, they die young. The next thing, a few years down the line, somebody died at 400. They say, hey, in a small bikini. What's in Duam? What's in Kilam? Young boy like this, fresh young boy, 400. After that, somebody died at 200. They say, oh, untimely death. 200, untimely death. And our youth president be that. He's just a small boy. His mama still there. No, 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 mama now. 200. And you know the thing? Life runs in generations. What this means is that if somebody doesn't give you the benefit of history like I'm doing today, you, you, if you are in this generation, you can only be acquainted with what you're experiencing. And that is your greatest truth. Kids that are born today, if you notice, most of them can use computers and tabs. In our own time, if you are three years old, you're on, you're on the way, rolling tire on the ice, ice highway. Put your computer. There was even no phone. 
But the kids of today, they, they can never connect with our experience. If you bring Adam here today and he sees people dying at 80 and 90, he will say these are babies. Babies are dying and they laugh. When they do prayer ceremony for baby, we die. That would be his experience. But today, our experience, 90 is normal. It wasn't never normal. We're even celebrating the, 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 the 80. Ha! Huh? That time it was weird. It was, we would cry. If somebody ate, he died. But you see, it has been falling down since then. Because death, see, as long as death has entered, this whole, that's why your greatest investments can't just be here alone. And, and I'm not saying you must not invest. Of course, you're a human being. But if, if you love this life so much, you, you can't be because this life is folding up. It's folding up. Ah, global warming is also global warning. You didn't hear that? Global warming is also global warning. Even scientists agree that the earth is running mad. They agree that one. Because they can see it. This year, for instance, rain has started from January. No, no, it doesn't follow rainy season. The sun. Everybody can testify of the sun. Just, they all agree. Earthquakes are getting more. Tsunamis are getting more. It's simple. Somebody say, it's God. Why is God causing earthquake? It's not God. God can't do anything evil. He can't cause earthquake. The earth is full of That is where the word salvation came from. You are in a sinking ship. God built a ship for you. You put hole inside. You say, why God won't kill us? No! It's the person that put the hole in the name of Adam that is making the boat sink. And the only thing the almighty God can do is to send salvation. That's all he can do for you. He can bring a raft and say, hey guys, this boat is sinking. It's surely going to sink. Anybody that wants to be saved should call upon the name of the Lord and enter this raft. So it might surprise you to know that people don't go to hell because of sin. People go to hell because they didn't jump out of the boat. Nobody's going to hell because of sin. We'll do all this. Don't worry, I'll give you proper Bible. I'm just touching it. We'll do all this throughout this month. Nobody goes to hell because of sin. And that's why you are not better than any sinner. You need to know this. You are not better than anybody. Somebody gets what I'm saying. And nobody's better than you. We'll get to all this as we go through this month. Somebody getting this. So even in, in the boat sinking, God still responded with a good thing. He's always good. He said, look, you guys are going to die. I don't want you guys to die. God's obsession is with people. God is not intimidated by your sin. Oh. You, 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 you can't use sin to terrify God. Your fornication. You don't see people with bad past you. You are a heavyweight adulterer. You say you learn. Not be me, Chris Solomon. Relax. Relax. You can abortion. He has seen all kinds. You can't shock him. He's never worried or intimidated about your sin. His real concern is what the sin can do to you. You are his obsession, not the sin. You are his obsession. See, see all the things he did for Adam. He gave Adam things Adam would, would never even need. Mango, orange, banana, guava. How many fruits human beings need, really? Three or four would have been fine. There are literally thousands of edible fruits. Thousands. Did Adam need all those things? That's how good God is. He's a flexing God. Adam didn't need it. it Adam 
didn't even pray for your wife. Oh. There, Mrs. Single, that you're fasting and praying. Adam didn't pray for your wife. Adam was just a loafer, walking about naked in the garden, chewing grass. And God said, what else can I add to this guy's life? God says, it's not good for man to be alone. It's God that came up with the idea. Let's give him bib. Now you are fornicating like you don't have sense. As if you are the one that discovered it. It was not your idea, my brother. It was not your idea. It was not your idea. You didn't even know what it was. If God never introduced it, you won't even miss it. Because that's what that people don't put. That's why people don't think, I, must, I can't do it without sex. You can. You can. Because before it was introduced, you were living very fine. Those things are never meant to be above us. They are, they are meant to be controlled by us. You must never allow it to control you. Adam didn't know there was anything called sex or babe. It was God. That thought, and this is how good God is. He just looks at you and says, hey, what can I, what can I do to make this, life, this guy's life better? Let's get him a babe. After I got him a baby, I just thought, hey, if they have kids, they will have a whole new level of love. Those of you that have kids, you know what I'm talking about, Abby? There's a way you love your kids that is different from how you love your spouse. There are many of you, don't, don't tell anybody, there are many of you can throw away your spouse gladly and keep your kids. Don't laugh too much, they won't know so they know it's you. Many of you gladly forget your spouse if you just have those kids around you. It's God. It's God. God could have been continued creating people. But he said, you will, he said, have something you will enjoy. He said, eh? Say yes. God said, have something you enjoy. So what is it? You will get pregnant. You will have your own child. He said, eh? God, probably like, just wait. Just wait. Just wait. Nine months, you go see. And truly, you will give birth and you'll be like, wow. This looks like me. Because, <laughs> exactly. You too, you look like me. So I gave you somebody that looked like you. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> because remember, we were made in his own image and likeness. So that's how he looks at us. Hey, see them all. I don't look like me. Short and fat. No, okay, sorry. That's not uh, how God looks. But. <laughs> but, 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 but that's how God looks at you. Because you were made in his image after his likeness. So he looks at you and says, wow, this guy looks like me. He laughs like me. He smiles like me. So he wanted you to have that experience too. That you would give us somebody that would look like you. When I see my son, I, 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 I can just be looking at him. He doesn't have to be talking. Just look at him, do anything, playing. It's fun. How many of you know what I'm talking about? When you look at your children, just eating. They're not doing, they're not talking to you. But it's fun to see somebody like, something, something, something that came out of you. And looks exactly like you. Sometimes stubborn like you, so he will knock his head to you. And me too, at the crazy, so I know well. Because <laughs> you know that behavior is right from you. <laughs> you know that stubbornness is right from you. Is somebody get what I'm saying? So this is all God. We didn't ask for any of these things. He's one that just flexing and saying, what can I bless these guys with? What else would they enjoy? Hallelujah. So, I'll round up here. Like I said, we'll do this the whole month. So, in closing, everything was perfect. Death was introduced. Go to Romans 3. I'll have to round up here. I'll continue next, next week. It's the whole month. We're going to be studying this the whole month. So that you understand what the salvation story is and what the salvation message is. Romans 3. Um, DJ, I thought you have the scriptures now. So when, is it uh, 10 to 13? Good. He said, as it's written, there is none what? Righteous. 
No, what? Not one. What they're trying to say here is this. From the day Adam sinned, man and the earth, Adam and the whole earth became defective. It means it, something got broken inside mankind. This is why you must give people allowance to make mistakes. Nobody is going to be perfect since that day. Death has entered. Nothing is going to be perfect. Even the earth won't be perfect since that day. Before that time, everything was perfect. Everything was perfect. There was no, no issues. I didn't even know if fruit used to get rotten then. I believe fruit used to stay ripe and stay ripe till Adam ate it. There was, there was no death. See, they were plugged into life. You don't understand. When life is plugged into something, it can't die. I don't know if somebody gets what I'm saying. It's like, where is there still air in a ball? It's weak. That, that's, how, that's how we were. We were plugged to God. There was no death. Fruits were not getting rotten. Animals were not dying. Humans were not dying. No sickness, no pain, no nothing. But from time it was cut off. Death. So things began to get rotten. Animals began to die. Humans began to die. Animals began to chase human beings about. Lion began. Dog, even dog now chase people. Even lizard. Even cockroach. Just want to fly. Those are the most wicked cockroach in this life. Those ones that fly. Once they take off from the wall, everybody's running. Plus father, mother, children. Everybody. <laughs> we don't know where it's going to land. So, you know, death entered. And that also affected our character. Most humans too became broken. That's why I'm saying, guys, you, you need to be patient with people. There's nobody good. There's nobody good. Only God is good. Nobody's good. That's what they're saying. He said, there's, there's none righteous. He said, no. Not one. Because I know you want to say, maybe there are one or two. Mm. God said no. He said no. Not one. Even Jesus. One guy came to meet him and said, thou good master. Jesus said, mm. Jesus said, don't work with that mentality that anybody's good. He said, there's none good but God. See, Jesus was perfect, but he couldn't still claim he was good. Claiming he was good will also make him not to be good. So he knew he was good, but he can't claim it. He can't take that praise. He said, don't say anybody's good. He said, wrong thinking. He said, there's nobody good except what? God. God is the only person that is good. So don't let anybody say, oh, I'm very disappointed. A whole you. A whole me. Who are me? Who are me? When you understand that we are all broken, we are all, say, no, it's righteous. We are all broken. Every, say, no, not one. No, not one. Say, oh, by no one, no, not one. I know one great, no, 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 not one. Not one. Not even one. Some are great at packaging it. But not one. Not one. There are two kinds of hypocrites in this life. Those that need Jesus and those that claim they don't. That's all. You are the good hypocrites for coming to church. You are the good one. The bad ones think they don't need church. That's why when a sinner says, there are too many hypocrites in church, I'm going to club. <laughs> now club, but you your headquarters. There are hypocrites everywhere. The difference is that some of us know we need Jesus. Some of us agree we need saving. Say, no, not one. Jesus said, don't even say I'm good. He was without sin, but he said, don't even say I'm good. He said, there's nobody good but God. Jesus chanced, he, we call this understanding. Jesus chanced some men in the Bible. I love the chancing. You know, chancing can be good when it's a positive chancing. There was one boy that used to bully me. Hey, the guy bullied me. I said, I'll be bullied normally. 
But this guy was bullying me until one other bigger bully that liked me now bullied the bully that was bullying young bully. <laughs> so chancing the good, when is the right chancing? There's nothing as sweet as better chancing. Jesus chanced some people in the Bible. They caught one woman caught in adultery. They brought her and said, hey, she be, hey, hey, she be, hey. The law says we must stone anybody caught in adultery. To know that that thing is calm, they only brought one person. Can one person commit adultery? They brought only one person. So the guy don't settle. Or not their guy. That's why there's really no justice with man. You need to understand it. Even in the court of law. In the court of law, it's about what you can prove and what you can't prove. It's not about the truth. Justice is only with God. Because it's only God that has the capacity to give fair judgment. No other person can. Even in developed countries, they, 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 that's where the real scam even happens. You didn't see this case, case of that empire guy. They, they say they have locked the fire. With padlock. Nobody can go to He <laughs> don't say to the lawyers, don't walk. Say the case is sealed. So they say, hey, we must stone the woman. Anybody can adopt him of the stone. Just said, good, let's stone the woman. Jesus said, let's stone the woman. Only that the person that is without sin. But he knew that there's no good. He said, the person without sin, make it start. Oh yeah, let's stone. He knew this. He knew there's none good. Listen, you can be great at packaging it, but you are not good. You are never righteous enough on your own to stand in the court of God. No human being can. No human being can. No human being can. That is why you must not allow anybody to look down at you, and that is why you must never look down at another person. You must never do it. You must never do it. Because even you don't qualify. You must give people allowance to make mistakes. Don't say, hold you. There's no hold me there. There's no hold me there. I'm very disappointed. I can't believe it in a lie. Believe it. <laughs> Jesus knew there's nobody that will make it. He knew on their own. He didn't, he didn't even have to interrogate them. He knew that if you're a human being, you can't, you can't have uh, a credit that is totally clean. He says, test that story. Everybody. They said all of them left. And you see, the Bible is never, is, they don't put things for nothing. Everything in the Bible has significance. They said all of them left from the oldest to the youngest. There's a reason. Look at this. See, and, and they which had it, being convicted by their own conscience, they went what? One by one. Beginning at what? The eldest, even to the last. There's a reason it started from the eldest. Because the older you are, the more mistakes you've made. So your, your, your own list is fresh and full. The oldest one said, I'm going to start, I want to go peace. Start, start, stone, 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 I'm coming. <laughs> one by one, the, the second oldest two left. That's how they all left one by one. There's none good but one, which is God. So you must give people allowance. Allow people to make mistakes. They will make mistakes. Allow them. It will be painful sometimes, but you need to learn to allow them. You need to learn to understand that even you have issues you are dealing with. And so it doesn't give you a right to look down on them. And it doesn't give, give you a right to allow anybody to look down at you. All these things, this is the reason why we needed Jesus in the first place. Hallelujah. Because he was tempted at all points, yet without sin. Hallelujah. 
Hmm. And some people don't understand. Let me round up here now. Some people, and so, so that's why some people don't understand. Oh, um, I mean, am I in this religion? Am I in that religion? You must understand simply what we are saying. What we are saying is this. The wages of sin is what? Which kind of death are we talking about? Spiritual death. Not physical death. Physical death is just a child or an offshoot of spiritual death. Nobody was dying before spiritual death. So, the wages of sin is to be separated or cut off from the source of life, which is God. God is a just God. Let me explain to you. Come and say, if God is a just God, why doesn't he just pity some people and open the gate for everybody? Let me explain to you. Let me explain to you. Imagine you are a plane or you're on an aeroplane. You're on an aeroplane. Not helicopter, an aeroplane. And you are flying from Nigeria to, you're flying from Lagos to Abuja. And you're passing Benin. Let's assume. I don't know the route, but. And on your way near Benin, somebody just says, guy, Branch, pick me now for Benin. You are on a commercial flight heading to the north. Do planes stop like that and just pick people? They just can't. They were not wired to function like that. A plane can't land without a runway. It's not that they don't want to land. but they need a run- So I'm saying that God is a just God. The day he begins to bend the rules, then, we can't, then he becomes unpredictable. I don't know if you're getting what I'm saying. It's like the law of gravity. Except a, another law is applied. The law of gravity will always work for everybody, no matter your country, no matter your age, or no matter your situation. You can't say, nah, baby, oh, make it no fault. Mm-mm. You don't know, you don't know, you don't know. Mm-mm. You will go down. You and the person that know. You will go down the same way. Am I correct? Except another law is applied. God is a just God. He can't be doing unpredictable things. He has set the law in motion. Remember, he is not in this earth. This earth, he, he, he has handed, it's like me giving my land, giving a land to Wale and we've signed. I have no right to tell him who to rent it to. I have no right to tell him what flower to plant there. It has been given to man. Man handed to Satan. Man has Satan in a constant battle for authority over it. So, God can't just come. And say, ah, people are dying, people are dying. Let's save them. He, he can, but he won't just do that. He will say, look, let somebody pay for their sin. Sin must still be punished. Are you getting this? Sin must still be punished. Just that I don't want to punish the person that did it because I'll, I'll do that next week. Some people think God is punishing them. If God punish you, you can't be here to tell us. Because the wages of sin is death. If God punish you, you won't be here. You'll be in hellfire shouting. You won't be here. The only punishment God gives for sin is, is spiritual death. It means cut off from me. You can't. You can't afford it. So he knows you can't afford it. So he brought somebody to pay. And if we have time, we'll read all this in subsequent weeks. Jesus actually went to hell, in case you don't know. I'll show you all this with time. He had to pay in full for not just your sin, but he paid for all the consequences that normally comes from sin. Which is sickness, poverty, and all those things. We'll do all this in detail in subsequent weeks. Now, what makes Christianity different from a religion is this. Christianity is not just based on a book. It's not just based on the Bible. 
Of course, the stories were captured in the Bible. The Bible is the word of God. But Christianity is not just based on the Bible. What happened in the Bible were real events. Hey, they were, I know to your generation, that's why I explained the issue about generation. To your generation, you, you are stuck with only the Bible. But the people that were inside the Bible did not have the Bible. I don't know if you get what I'm saying. In Acts of the Apostles, they didn't have Bible apart from Old Testament, but they were the New Testament guys. They didn't have any Bible to believe. What they believed was what they saw. And they saw Jesus' life. It's real events. And you see, you, they will threaten you. You, that the only Bible you saw, the only book you saw. They will threaten you to bribe because that's the threat. If you don't bribe, you won't go. If you don't bribe, you won't do this. You will forget your faith and succumb to the bribe. If you don't sleep with me, you won't get the job. You will forget your faith. Those guys, they didn't have Bible. They had real life experience. They threatened them many times. And they told the people threatening them, say, you judge for yourself. If we should obey you or obey God. Why were they that confident? Because they were not reading a book. They met the person. They saw Jesus. They walked with him. They saw him die. They saw him buried. And they saw him resurrect. They saw him. It was not a book. It was not written. They were there. So you can't convince somebody of something they've seen. You can't. You can't. You see somebody, they shoot him now, he died, they bury him. Three days, you see his hand come out. And he come out and walk. And he tell you, believe. Ah. So Christianity is not a religion. No, 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 no. This was a real event. That happened. And Jesus didn't only resurrect and walk for one. He said he was roaming around. People that knew him were seeing him all over the city. If it was fake, they would have said it. They saw it. You know, there are many people that have risen up and said they are prophets, they are gurus. When they die, their own family say that they are, they are dead. There was Jesus of Oigbo. There are many other people that have claimed that I'm Jesus, I'm Savior, I'm a guru. When those ones die, everybody agrees they are dead. Oh yes, let them come out. Let's see them. Even when we had a president that was dead and they were pretending he was alive, you know they were able to push it for a while. But how long can you claim somebody that is dead is alive? If he's alive, let him come out. He couldn't come out. After a while, they had to admit that he's dead. I hand over to the next person. Do you understand? But they covered it for a while. But Jesus died. They didn't need to deceive anybody. Even Thomas the doubter. He said, until I see it and touch it, Jesus came to him. And so you see it and touch it. And Thomas saw it and touched it. And he never doubted again. Because you can't tell somebody he didn't see what he saw. All those apostles were killed. They were martyred. Some of them were, were put in hot oil. Some of them were hanged. They were they beheaded. They were ready to die. Something I've seen. Hey, you don't understand. If Wale come, Wale come. If, 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 if they kill Wale, and three days after he rose up, and he tells me that if you believe in me, even if they kill you, you go rise. My brother, I go tell them, say, bring it on. I'm no more afraid because the person I'm following, I saw them kill him. I saw them bury him. And I saw him resurrect. Hallelujah. I saw him resurrect. He's alive. In case you don't know, that's what Christianity is. Christianity is saying that the day you die, you will not die. Hey. Hey. Somebody's not getting what I'm saying. That's why you can't be depressed in this life. This life is not the final stay. The story will continue from here. And the story ends well in your favor. 
They saw him. That's why they were, all of them were martyred. All those apostles, they were not afraid to die. It's us that afraid. They told Peter they are going to kill him next day. He was sleeping. Who sleeps when you are on the day you're going to kill him next day? Because they all knew. Last, last. I can wake up. Because the person I'm following, I saw when they, I saw it. They didn't tell me, no rumor. I saw when they killed him. I saw when they buried him. And I saw three days after, he woke up and sat with me and shook me. And that person told me that if you believe on me, you will not die. Even if they shoot you, you will not die. Even if they behead you, you will not die. That's why. It wasn't Bible they had. They didn't have Bible. They had the Bible. They didn't read it. They lived it. You are reading too much. You're not living. You have to live it. You have to live like somebody that knows for sure that you have a God. You have to live like somebody that knows for sure that you will not die. That's the difference, guys. It wasn't, it wasn't just a Bible story. No, 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 no. They saw it. They saw somebody that they knew. They lived. Jesus was a real human being at this time. They, they, he had classmates. They were the ones that were saying, is he not uh, 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 the son of Joseph? He had, he had carpentry school alumni. They always tried to invite him for a, a, a reunion. He won't come. They say, is he not carpenter's son? He went to the same carpentry school. He's not Joseph. His sisters and his brothers are here with us. He was a real person. They all knew him. And they all knew when he died. The mother was crying. The relatives came. But they also all knew when he resurrected. That's why there's nothing, no threat could have stopped them. No temptation of sin could have stopped them. They knew what they were striving for. Thomas only doubted when Jesus had not risen up. Which is not bad, which is bad. But when Jesus rose up and appeared to him and showed, he said, you want to touch the hand, Abby? Or you touch him? You want to touch the side or you touch him? After that day, what can he doubt again? How can you have that encounter and say, oh, there are many ways that lead to God, many ways. You don't understand. There's only one wage for sin, separation from God. Me and you will go to hell if not that somebody went to hell on our behalf. That's the only reason why I'm saved. I'm not saved because I'm perfect. I will never be perfect. If you hear any bad thing about me, most of it can be true. Go and rest. Go and rest your soul in the Lord. Say, who are you? Who, 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 who are me? Go and rest. Go and rest. I, 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 my faith is the faith of the Son of God who gave himself and died for me. It has been paid. My sins have been paid for. If he rose up, we are sure we will rise up. We will no longer be depressed in this life. Are you here, somebody? We'll do this all through this month so that you will know what salvation means. You will never say as a Christian, eh, they are, we, are, we are all the same religion. We are never even a religion. We are not in that class at all. Too many things. I would tell, we are not in a religion. We are in a relationship. Hey, Buddha can never say his people are his sons. They are not. Islam can't say the same thing. It's only God that says, as far as many as believed him, to them gave he the ability to become sons of God. We're not in a religion. We're in a relationship. We're in a relationship. Wow. Can we bow our heads for one minute? Wherever you are this morning. If you're under the sound of my voice, 
and you have never consciously, knowledgeably accepted Jesus as your savior. That's why we call him that. He's saving us from this, from the destruction that is in this world. All heads bowed, please. If you have never consciously, knowledgeably accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior, I want to pray with you this morning. I made this decision 23 or 24 years ago. Never regretted it. Nothing to lose, all to gain. Permit me to have the honor of leading you in that prayer today. Permit me to have the honor. If, if you are not born again and you want to give your life to Christ, please raise up your right hand. All heads are bowed. Please help me raise up your right hand. I want to have the honor of praying with you and leading you to Christ. It will be an honor for me to pray with you and lead you to our Savior. This, this world is a sinking boat. You don't have to stay on it till it sinks. Any other person, please, just raise your right hand. Raise your right hand. It doesn't even matter if you come to church regularly. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Any other person? If you're upstairs, downstairs, wherever. Any other person? Thank you. I can see hands. Thank you. Thank you. I want to have the honor of praying with you today, this wonderful day. If your hands are raised, if you don't mind, can you stand? If your hands are raised, don't be ashamed. Please stand. Please carry your Bible, your bag. Please come. Let's pray. Come to the front. I want to have the honor of praying with you. It's an honor and a privilege for me to lead you to Jesus today. Please come. Don't be ashamed at all. Carry your Bible, your bag, whatever I came to church with. Just come to the front. Let's pray together. Today is a special day for you and for me. It's even a special day in heaven because the Bible says heaven rejoices over souls that come to God. Please come. Please come. It doesn't matter if you're a regular church go out. It doesn't change anything. It doesn't change anything. It doesn't change anything. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm still waiting if there's any other person that wants to join us today. It's free of charge. This boat is sinking. <laughs> no need to stay there and pretend to float. It's not float. It's permanently damaged. It can only get worse. But we have salvation in Jesus Christ. If you're in front, please put your hand on your chest. Put your right hand on your chest. You're going to repeat this prayer after me. Say, Lord Jesus, come into my heart. I accept you today as my Lord and Savior. Forgive me my sin. Wash me with your blood. I receive the grace to serve you all the days of my life. Thank you, Father, for I am born again. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. We know you've been blessed by this message. To order a copy of this message or any of our messages, you can call us on 080-777-14411 or 080-777-14412 or you can visit our website on www.davidschristiancenter.org David's Christian Center, home of victorious people.